I never use the headphones, but let's see what happens. Talks about it with Fran Jazz. Today we have a special guest. You might know him without a face through his Instagram, but today we will put a face to the name. Today we have Yonker's very own, Eddie. Thank you very much for the invitation. <laughs> After three attempts, this is it. This is the third <laughs> time we did the intro, and we're keeping it. That's right. <laughs> so how you doing today? I'm doing mighty fine. Um, you know, I made it here, so now I'm a local celebrity because I'm, I'm on this podcast with Ah, uh, right? come on. <laughs> Had to be said. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, um... Let's 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 start off with Instagram. So the Instagram that I run is South Yonkers. Uh, I created it initially to uh, change the narrative here in Southwest Yonkers, specifically, you know, the uh, No Dying Hill, Park Hill and Ludlow area, because that's the area that I grew up. It's the area that I can like speak for and say, you know what, there are some hardworking families here. Like the bad reputation that produces is not actual. It's not factual at all. So. I wanted to change that narrative. I like it. I like it. Um, where were you born? Born and raised um, here in Yonkers, St. John's Riverside Hospital, <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> Yonkers, Yonkers from the core. Yeah, that's right. I like that. I like that. What What motivated you behind this this Instagram? So initially i remember seeing um a news coverage specifically that happened right by my neighborhood i live on i used to live in oak um and it was on elm street and an incident happened where like literally all the news stations abc news and all of them were there and they asked the commissioner like hey how come um there's so much crime that happens here and then he started off oh well this area is impoverished and that like hit me to the core because i was like wait that's that doesn't even that doesn't even go like why would you even say something like that first of all the community that i know like i literally live there like they're they are hard-working families right like they're trying to like just make a living and and have their kids grow up in that area but that has nothing to do with where there's crime or if the people are there are actually committing the crime it's usually from like not even from the neighborhood so that that to me to to showcase in like all the news outlets like coming from the commissioner saying this is what this area is like was incorrect so i just felt that like really pushed me to start the, the instagram itself so what is the main goal for this instagram um i mean in my head it, the goal keeps changing because at first it was you know just posting like pictures of like what actual life is like well, I was, you know, like either like walking down the street, I'd be like, oh, like that'd be an interesting post. Then it went into kind of like showcasing um, like local events, stuff like that. Now it's like promoting like local organizers who I know do a phenomenal job at like serving the community. Those are the ones that I really push for. Um, and just I mean, anyone who has like some event or wanted to get some news um, out to the, you know, to the few people around, I would repost them as well. So now I don't really know, you know, after this and now that everyone's going to get to know who I am, possibly do more personal like um, stories on Instagram. I don't know, like of just experiences that I've been through and what it was like growing up. Maybe something like that would be of interest to, maybe to those that I grew up with and, and, and their kids now, because I'm sure everyone has two or three kids right now. Yeah. 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 
Definitely. That, that'll be very interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yonkers is um, such a beautiful place. And um, like a lot of amazing people came out of Yonkers. Like, in the music industry alone is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the top five rappers have come out of this little city right here. Which is amazing, right? That's, that's incredible. And I don't know if it's because, you know, like, the struggle is real in Yonkers, <laughs> as we know. Uh, and maybe, you know, all their experiences showcased on paper becomes, you know, what we know as, like, the great artists of all time. You know, you got X, you got mary j coming out of here and 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 there's like a lot of new new people that are trying to make it now even but um but sometimes it's hard because we don't get to know who they are like that that they're even from here so sometimes it's hard to support people so that's why that page kind of like helps to push people also and obviously it's my from my experience right people that i come into contact with so maybe it's like bias that i'm only posting what i think is important to me but um, I always like I posted before like if you have anything that you want to share like just tag me and I'll repost it. Oh, that's great! Help, help is help. That's right. Congratulations on your first property. My first property. So yeah, I'm a late bloomer because now I'm 38 now. And listen, like it took a <clears> lot, <throat> a lot to get here. But uh, yeah, it is my first purchase. Um, it was a roller coaster. Because of the ro- the rates and like doubting myself, am I going to be able to pay this? You know, all that comes into play because now you're like, this is an adult decision that you like, you know, have to do on your own and 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 budget and all that. So, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, any advice for uh, first time buyers? And and by the way, you're not late. Everybody's timeline is different. That's all. That's true. You Thanks. made it. You created a plan. You executed it. Now you could drop jewels and help somebody out there that's thinking of doing the same thing. That's right. So like right now, I mean, I I, uh, I was in the market since like April where the rates were still five and a quarter, uh, five fifty you can get right. But now they've done so exponentially, especially uh, not name dropping, but the Federal Reserve itself. You know that they've been um, strong, have a stronghold on keeping the rates high. So that that really like affected me because I was like, well, you know back in april we were like they're kind of high but it was still during the time when people were outbidding each other like for and inflating the prices and properties where they didn't really like you know they didn't they weren't valued at that but they were just inflating them based on demand um so we got outbid a couple times that was discouraging it's very discouraging like having to like start to envision yourself in a home that you're like oh i could i could see myself doing this i could see myself doing that and putting abuela and all that you know in the back but then when they tell you oh you lost the house and went to someone else (laughs) man that's just like it hits you at the heart you know because you start (laughs) that's your house (laughs) they stole it from you (laughs) so i i man you're gonna go through a lot does the market right now is insane um for my the first person that you have to reach out to is a realtor so luckily, I had someone, one of my friends that um, I followed because we started in banks. We started working in a bank over like 10 years ago. So I knew her like really well. And she recently like posted that she was a real estate agent. So I reached out to her like, hey, can you help me out? And she was like, I got you. And that was like the best thing that could have happened because she knows the area. I can trust her. I know her. Um, 
And we just had that relationship where she was like, I'm going to fight for you. And she was literally out there, like, pushing so hard, like, cursing out the attorney. But <laughs> but that's the kind of people you need on your side, especially for something such a as such a big purchase that, you know, it's going to it's impactful. It's impactful, like for me, because now I'm like, uh, you know, on my own and it's my first property, like and, you know, in my family, I'm like one of the first people to get one. Um, and it was really important for me to do it on my own. Like I didn't want help. I was like, I'm going to do this and it's going to be like, cause I wanted it to be like my own accomplishment where I can like say I did this. hundred percent. That's beautiful. Um, when it comes to loans, what would, would you say that's the second step you, uh, contact the realtor and then you got to make sure what you could be approved for. Mm. That should be the next step. So that's, that's a great question. Cause, um, once I got my realtor, that was the first thing I did. She assisted me with going to the open houses. She assisted if I wanted, if I saw something on Truly and I said, hey, can you get us, uh, can you schedule an appointment for us? She would be on top of it. So she's really the one that's going to kind of like mediate, you know, you into going into the actual properties itself. So she'll have some experience on, you know, what's been sold around what area. So she can kind of give you an idea of what the home prices will be. Um the second step I would say is uh, start shopping. So just because you go to like, let's say your bank and they're like, yeah, we can get you a loan. Well, you know, just give us all this. And this is the rate they have to disclose to you. It's called the loan estimate. They have to disclose to you how much of an estimate it will be for that particular loan that you're interested in for. Um, so with that said, you don't, you're not necessarily tied to that first person you go to you can go to brokers which i ended up going to two brokers and a um and, and my bank oh and rocket mortgage which I, I had a really bad experience with so i would i personally wouldn't go back to them um and that would be the second step right then after that uh you have to start thinking about where you want to at what point you're gonna get an appraisal um you have to look for an attorney. I actually got referred by someone to an attorney, and that that, that also worked out to my favor. Um, and we, after that, I guess, I kind of not. I'm not trying to say that it goes smoothly because there's like going to be always bumps in the road where you have to keep providing documentation, even though it's going to sound like repetitive. But it's going to they're going to ask all all over for your payroll checks and all that stuff because it has to be updated constantly. So don't just think. I gave it to them once. Like, I don't have to worry about that. No, it's, it's like a continual thing until, until the loan is closed, they're going to continue asking for the latest documentation, whether it be bank statements, your, your, uh, payroll stubs and, and all that good stuff. Right. Very good information. Very good information. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you mentioned real estate in Mexico. You were looking into that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I wanted to, in, in my head, I want to retire in Mexico just because of retiring here in America is, like, super expensive. I mean, you got to have money, you know, a, a good amount aside. So, I mean, I see how, like, when you go to Mexico on vacation, you see a lot of, like, tourists either that live there or are living there long term, right? And you're like, well, why can't I do that? And, like, that's a... I mean, I, I wasn't born necessarily in Mexico, but like I have so many ties there with family and all that. So like, why wouldn't I, why shouldn't I have the opportunity to do that? 
Um, but I've heard that like, as you're a foreigner trying to buy a uh, property in Mexico, it's going to be a little bit higher for you and might be a little harder for you. Right. Whereas if you're like a Mexican national, then, um, you know, it's going to, you're going to get the, the local rates, I guess, like, cause you live there. Right. Um, I don't have my Mexican citizenship. So I thought about, I've been in the process of getting it, um, uh, taken care of in, in Mexico itself. But, um, I'm, I ran into a little bump, so I just have to clear that up. And hopefully, hopefully, I'll get the Mexican national citizenship and then start looking, right? Because whether it's like a little apartment or a little house, you know, something to start with, and then it could eventually turn into something. 100%. Um, what part of Mexico are you thinking? And and um, also, what is the process of, of getting the citizenship? Uh, so usually, I mean, if you have both your mother and father living and you're just in there in your life, right? You can head down to uh, the Mexican embassy in New York and they'll assist you there. All they have to do is provide like birth, their birth certificates, um, your birth certificate, and I believe their passport. You schedule a um, an, a, an appointment down there in the embassy and then they usually like take you in. And we were this close, but so I grew up um, in Yonkers, but like with like a single mom, right? At, at, at first. And uh, my my uh, biological father was never in the picture. So up until now, and like, I'm just too proud to reach out and say, hey, do this favor for me when I'm like, not really, I have no communication with him. So that's why it's been taking a little bit <laughs> longer. I get that. Now, yeah. um, because of all that. Do you know this? Do you know the process? Um, if you're not, uh, if your parents are Mexican, <laughs> I would probably the process would be to marry someone who's Mexican. Because <laughs> I don't see how you could do it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, there might you be, you know, a, no, there there might every be country way. has something <laughs> like you, you might have to live there for a certain amount of years, okay. or you might have to have a job there, or you might have to contribute somehow to like. The, the the community where you live in like all this stuff like like some countries have these stipulations where you can be a citizen but it takes this you know mexico gotta have, gotta have something i don't know <laughs> i thought you were going to go ahead and tell me about no, your experience I <laughs> <laughs> becoming a mexican I national and i like, haven't started but i'm gonna look into it <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it that'd be interesting i love mexico yeah, i've only been stuff. to touristy areas but I, I i just love everything about mexico mm-hmm. it's, it's just the, the people, the 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 weather's amazing, the the fruits and vegetables that grow there, everything, the beaches, of course. Yeah, I was telling the you food. About, Come I was on. telling you about the colonial architecture that we saw in Merida, which is maybe like what was it like six hour ride from Cancun. Beautiful architecture, and now with that Tren Maya, when it's open, it's gonna create a lot more traffic in those areas. Hell yeah! I think that the the, the prices there right now are low, but once the, the train starts, you'll see the rates go up. Yeah, because everything is cheap right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every, everything's gonna eventually be ridiculous, definitely. How, um, how has your experience been in 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 Cancun? Like Cancun, I went only once many years ago to a resort just partying. It was a bachelor party, some, mm. something like that. And then um, I went to Playa del Carmen, loved it. Tulum, loved it. And uh, Cabo San Lucas. Okay. Didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
hated it. It was not hated it, but it was just like like a town full of old retired people. Uh, yeah, Americans. Uh, usually, right? That's how it is. <laughs> it was just very just everybody's just laying around calm and everything's quiet Waiting and low. For the day and, to be over. Yeah, everything's just so everything's just not like uh, this. It says fun, fun. It's relaxing, right? Which is nice, beautiful. Of course, it was the water. Everything was very beautiful. So maybe that's the uh, the pathway, right? To like kind of get a. I mean. Since you love Cancun so much, is that what, like... No, Cancun, I, I went many years ago. I, I don't even care to go back. Oh, okay. Cancun is kind of like a city city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even care to go back. Tulum, I like. It's calm. Playa del Carmen's a mix of both, I feel. It's it's a little more like a <clears throat> smaller community more than a city. It's more calm, and it's more yeah, um, it is. personable. It's got a lot more culture in it because it's so, like, you still have a lot of the locals living there. Yeah. So, you know, whereas Cancun, it's like, they're all thrown outside in their land yeah wherever tourists are and, and, and resorts it's a whole different animal i don't i'm not a big I fan felt of trapped that. there yeah I, like, I was like i can't go anywhere yeah it's yeah I'm, I'm not a big fan of cancun love mexico but cancun is just too touristy it's the las vegas of that area yeah 100 percent. one thing i learned when i went to cabo um a lot of New Yorkers, do you hear people ever going to Cabo often or, um, or Cancun more often? No, it's more so Cancun because I think we're, we got stuck on our East Coast sides, right? That's what it the is. The West Coast has. And uh, Cabo, all the California people go. Right. The West Coast people go. It's more convenient. Those people don't go to Cancun. No, that'd be a way longer trip for them. So that's it's vice versa. <laughs> Nobody wants to do the X, and, and <laughs> they, they want to stick to their sides. Exactly, it's safer, right? <laughs> it's just shorter distance and it's cheaper. That's what you it don't is. Want to fall in the Realistically, Midwest. that's what it is, though. <laughs> Cancun's how cheap? <laughs> Nobody thinks of Cabo. <laughs> a good one over there is Puerto Vallarta. You have to visit over there. Where's yeah. that? It's also on the west coast, but it's like closer to. Uh, it's in Jalisco, so I'm not. It's like Jalisco's north, isn't it? Yeah, it's like on the, on the mid south to northern section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid to southern <laughs> section. I like it, but but yeah, I'm definitely down. I, 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 yeah, I, I yeah, loved every experience it so far. It, it's like a Playa del Carmen, right. but like on steroids. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're gonna like it. All right, that's dope. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. Did you hear about Biden's administration that they started helping Venezuelans in New York, specifically New York City, the ones that were from, you know, horrible times, whatever, It's like 60,000 of them. And the administration is helping them get um, paperwork to work legally and, you know, progress faster than they would if they just, you know, showed up. What do you think about that? In a sense where, <clears throat> is it good for New York? Is it bad for New York? Is it good for Venezuela? Is it bad for Venezuela? That's a, that's a tough question, right? Because you... It is. I thought of it like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, they're going to be here. Like, I mean, I, instead of like, you know, giving them resources and, and, and free stuff or like without them having to work... Um, they're gonna definitely like start getting, you know, taking it for granted, right? Like the assistance. So, I think it's great if they get like work permits. So at least they can start working for themselves and making a dollar. I mean, because at the end of the day, everybody comes here 
for the American dream, right? Yep. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong that they're here, but they're already here. So, I mean, if they can, if they can get like a that work visa to start working and then work towards getting other people at, I mean, that's how. I mean, at the end of the day, the government's going to win. They're going to get all the taxes, all the tax money, right? Always. And people start working, so Always. it's to their benefit that they do, you know, get them some expedited prices. So what do you think about Venezuela? If people are leaving, do you, do you know about how, like, the government's pretty, the, they're, 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 the value of their money and the government's yeah, not doing yeah. well? You know about that? Yeah. So what do you think? All these people leaving, you know, it's it's like, I'm really asking this because I was thinking about it. Like, what are the benefits and what are the, the cons? These people are leaving their homeland for a better opportunity. Leaving people behind. But then those people usually send back to their families. Usually they leave to better their families. Exactly. I mean, so it's good and bad. But I think it's all good more than bad. Well, in that circumstance, when a country, you know, either a dictator or a government is oppressive to their to their to their uh, people, right? People are going to leave, and that's been that's happened in many occasions, not just Venezuela now. I mean, it's happened um, in Cuba, right? It happened in in most of the Latin American countries where people are fleeing some something, right? It doesn't even have to be their government; it could just be like um, I don't know, their, their life is in danger or. They have like uh, they're gonna get kidnapped or something. You know, you have to flee, and um, they always look to the USA because you know we have when when you when we say that we have opportunities, everyone does that have the opportunity, right? They all do. Everyone as long as if you put work and all that, you're gonna be successful here. You have that opportunity here, not so much back in our countries, and that's why they they look as the USA as like a, this shining beacon, right? Still. Because at the end of the day, like, it is a great country. We have, there's a lot of stuff that we, ha- you know, have to fix. It's the but, opportunity that's, that's here. Exactly. So, um, if they're coming here, it's for a reason. And, and it's a valid reason. So, why should we kind of, like, look the other way? You know what I mean? If they're, yeah. Especially if they're already here, you know? It all sounds positive. Yeah. The government's helping them out. They're most likely going to send, you know, money back home and... Everybody wins, hopefully. Hopefully Venezuela starts doing better. It's a beautiful country, like uh, geographical? (laughs) (laughs) Geographical. I like that. I think think it sounds about right. I I don't think I would change that. (laughs) It's English. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You understood it. That's all that matters, right? So, yeah, they just got to get that right, and then it, it could be another... You know, another beautiful country that tourism flourishes, you know, and all that good stuff. Speaking of tourism and leaving Yonkers, let's talk about Buffalo a little bit. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> Buffalo. Big shout out to Bill's Mafia. <laughs> I never met someone passionate about Buffalo more than Eddie. I know people in Buffalo and they don't even talk about Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> the way he talks about Buffalo. Tell us a little bit about your passion for Buffalo and then sneak in the Buffalo chicken wing dip at the end. All right. So buff so let me tell you about Buffalo. Buffalo has a great food a food scene. Like literally every restaurant that I've been to there, to like down to a bodega, like I've loved their food. Like they just put so much passion into it. And I was telling you earlier, it must be like 
in the winter when they have nothing else to do, when they're stuck at home, they must just be like perfecting their craft and, and, and kitchen because everything they serve is phenomenal. I mean, and that's the birthplace of the of our buffalo chicken wings. So they have buffalo everything, including a buffalo dip, buffalo, buffalo chicken dip with breasts in it. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain that. So the first time I ever had it was in Buffalo, and it's pretty much what you would think of buffalo dip. It's It's got the Frank's hot sauce. It's got the cream cheese, like three different types of cheeses, um, ranch dressing, uh, and the, the breast. Don't forget the breast. You got to like make it simmer, and, and it's going to be – it's the consistency of like queso dip. And you just put your chips in there and – You'll eat half of it by yourself because it's just that good. <laughs> I I never heard of this. He put me on to that. I'm down to try it. It sounds like buffalo chicken dip, but they call it chicken wing dip. <laughs> right. No, there's no wings in it. Well, also, I mean, they they wouldn't call it buffalo because they're in Buffalo. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought it was buffalo dip because it's uh, buffalo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> which is the same one right like it's all good i though. guess it makes sense yeah, yeah. Do, do they really hold on to the buffalo wing like they say they created it up there oh yeah there's the, really? the, they, the place that's still there it still has a placard it says like the home of the first chicken wing oh. dip and they tell you like the story all right you know, on their menu there's like some lady did it somehow i respect it Let's talk about Johnson and Wales College in North Miami. I never even heard of it until you told me about it. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Literally, so, like class and all that good so, stuff. So, I mean, I remember when um, I was selecting colleges, because at that time, I didn't even think about going to college. But I was like, if I had to go to college, it's going to go, be somewhere warm. I want to be somewhere warm. So it was either Florida or California. And thankfully, the first college that got back to me was in Florida. So I said, all right, this is where I'm going to go. And this was the first time ever I left home, like, right, to go anywhere. And I was out there living by myself, not knowing nobody. I mean, you just, you know, you kind of, like, build your little crew of people. But, yeah, I went to North Miami. Um, it was a sick experience. Loved it there. Um I wanted to live there, but I, I tried to convince my parents, and they just didn't budge. They wanted to stay in Yonkers, and I said, why do you want to stay in Yonkers? Like, what's there? Because Yonkers is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Not Miami type of beautiful. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's two different beautiful. beautifuls, right? It's home beautiful. It's, it's always home. Every home beautiful is, is the most beautiful. Anytime I come from anywhere, I'm, like, so happy to be back home. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just makes me feel easy and, like, relaxed here. I don't know. A hundred percent. But once you're long, here long enough, then you're like itching to like get out, right? Just a little vacation. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you always got to go back home. Um. <clears throat> so what did you go to uh, college for? What was, what was the, the, um, the class? So initially when I applied, I applied for, for culinary arts because I, I was like, oh, like, I mean, they don't have to take classes, right? Like, they're just cooking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to go to Miami to just chill and cook. <laughs> but then I got there and I realized this is a uh, 
uniform school. Like you have to wear uniforms to to, to school, oh. right? And they they wore like the big top hats with the white jacket and the checkered sh- like pants. Chef coat, yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm not wearing that. Like I, there's no way I'm gonna wear that. Is there anything else that I can change to? And then I started looking through business classes and all that. I said, you, you know you what? You changed your career because of the uniform. Because of the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. You, you, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't I wasn't sold. all in you it. I wasn't sold. all yeah. in it to culinary school. Listen, like, I just went because it's Florida, right? That was the first criteria. Had to be in Florida. It didn't matter doing what, right? Because, I don't know. I don't know. Back then, I, I'm not sure if I was on my own, but, like, I just didn't have a pathway. I just, I was like, I didn't even want to go to college. I just felt like I had to. <laughs> right because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like they instilling you your parents like you gotta go to school and you're gonna be someone if you go to school so there no, it was it's good that you did though you you, yeah. you don't regret it right oh no like exactly. i especially going away like that was the best experience ever I, and i always tell every single kid that's going to school i'm like make sure you go away to college it's the only way like <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can have fun <laughs> fun you know, you get you, to be yourself. Exactly. You get to learn Let who you are. Down. Yeah, you could do whatever you <laughs> yeah. want to do. Be yeah. you. Yeah, because your family and your close friends could keep you in a bubble. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's true. Real. Yeah, that's 100%. real. Yeah, 100%. Let's move on. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were your parents doing around your around your, your childhood, around the time you were born? What were they doing? What were they doing? What were they doing? I don't even know. Like, I, that's a great question. I, I've never asked my mom, hey, what were you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm sure she was, I don't know, having fights with, <laughs> with my biological father. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Yeah, that sounds realistic. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, yeah. I mean, they were probably fighting. I don't know. What, what, what about the religion you grew up around? I grew up Catholic. So I got all the confirmation, the baptism, all that good stuff is out of the way. And um, what's your what's your relationship with God today? It's it's, it's good. I mean, I, I believe in a higher in a higher being. You know, you just you just have to believe in something. There's no way that we're just here for no reason. Um, so it's it's great. I talk to him all the time. You know, I I have a great relationship with him or her. I mean, I don't know. I was point, I was just about to ask, what is God to you? Is it a him? Is is it is it is it a way of life? Is it is it what? It's a, you. it's a, it's a, it's a force, right? We don't know what it is. It could be genderless. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Well, what do you God think it is? Not How do you, he or she. you say you talk to it? I talk. <laughs> you talk to it every day. Uh, I talk to it. Is, it, is it, it a way of life? Is it a way of living? Is it, is it what? Are you religious? I, no, I don't, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm religious because I don't even go to church anymore, but I know that you just have to believe in something. Um, I talk to him, like you know, like I said, or her. I and it, it just is what it is. Like <laughs> honestly, like that's just God. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's just God. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Oh, man. You're wild. I was kind of pressing you there, man. I need to relax a little bit. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I don't know, oh, man. man. Put you on the 
the spot. Who is God? <laughs> I felt like that was a true or false question, and I failed. <laughs> that was intense. Let's, let's, let's lighten up a little bit, buddy. <laughs> Who's the first person you think of when you think of success? Wow. Let's lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to give you something that wasn't about to lighten it up. I was going to say... I was going to say, and not, not, not taking into consideration the last five years, but I remember growing up and seeing Donald Trump everywhere, right? And I thought it was like the coolest thing. He had a building, he had a show, and I used to love watching that show. And, you know, he, he, it was all about business and like how to sell yourself, like really pushed marketing and all. So to me, that was like, I love this. Never did I know I was going to go and study business, but like... Yeah. He, he would always come up in our conversations like, oh, Donald Trump this and Donald Trump that casinos, you know, businesses. Yeah, they might have failed, but he still had them. <laughs> so I would say Donald Trump and he's a masterful he has a masterful mind on business. Like anything like always automatically turns into money. So like, I don't know. I don't know. His every move is business. Yeah, it's business related. Yeah, it is. Mm. <laughs> Everything's calculated to the T. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> As oh, a kid, no. what did you want to be when you grew up? An astronaut. Really? Yeah. You thought you could become one or you just wanted I, to be one? I, I wa- <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Two different things. I wanted to be one. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know at the time all the criteria of, and all the math, math classes that you had to take. So, yes, at that point I thought. That's why that never came to fruition because I saw the never criteria. No oh, shit. This one. You, you want a colder one? It's been sitting there. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. That's fine. <laughs> I take my beer serious, as you can see. It has to be ice cold. Yeah. I don't play around with the beers. <laughs> What's the most exciting thing you ever did? I think it was when I turned 30. I went to Las Vegas, and I jumped off the stratosphere. You know how you can, like, jump oh. off of it? I did that. And I think that was, like, so exhilarating. So I was like, whoa, this feeling is insane. So what was it? Was it the one that just stops at the edge or you really go down? Yeah, the one that you just, like, throw yourself off the, the building. And it, it, I mean, it's you, like a bungee cord? You're, yeah, you're, like, you're hanging on to a string. So, like, as you're, like, you know, going down, it kind of, like, lifts you back up slowly so you don't have, like, a fast fall. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. That was pretty exciting, I would say. Absolutely. Have you ever done something crazy like that? Skydiving. Okay, how was yeah. that? It was, everything was amazing besides the initial jump is just a very scary part. Okay. Which is, you know, of course, I feel like that's 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 a given. But as soon as you realize the, you know, your your tandem guy got your back, <laughs> figuratively <laughs> and physically and all that, and you start gliding down, you're, you're gliding down in slow motion. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. Ooh. The only regret, <clears throat> I didn't have chapstick on. <laughs> my lips and my mouth got so dry. Mm. And I was trying to lip my, lick my lips, and I'm like, impossible. The wind, <laughs> the wind is just going crazy. But everything was amazing besides the no chapstick, and the initial jump is so scary. So bring the chapstick next time. 
lather up. <laughs> lather Petroleum up. and all that good stuff. Everything. Whatever okay. you need. So you don't have to worry about dry lips because it's very uncomfortable. Wind blowing in your face mm. for, for like, I forgot how many minutes it takes to go back down. <clears throat> but it's amazing. I would definitely do it again. I did it alone. One thing about me, <clears throat> I used to wait around for my friends and whoever was available to do things. So years passed waiting for friends and whoever the case that said they wanted to go skydiving. And I just went alone one day. I was tired of waiting around because of somebody's schedule or whatever the case. So I went alone. It was a crazy experience. It would have been cool to share it with somebody, like to talk to them about it afterwards on the drive home. <laughs> I'm just driving home shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like my whole body's like, oh my god, that was crazy. Did you tell anyone that you were gonna yeah. do it? Okay. Before I don't know. I don't know if I told anybody before. Oh, you told them after, after, yeah, after, yeah. So I that got was it. And everything. So that was if that was it, like that would have been nobody would have known until. No, I must have told at least one person before, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> but it was that's pretty wild. That was definitely the most exciting thing. Yeah. So that's why. I would you recommend it? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would definitely do it again. So yeah, that, that's usually what I think of when I ask people that question. But the stratosphere—that's scary. I wouldn't even. Wanna, I don't even want to do that one. <laughs> no, I, it was fun. I, I would do it again. I've been up there, but I never jumped off. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Just, just uh, I had some some wings. They got those lollipop wings, and a drink I had up there. Oh, yeah. right. You know, yeah, lollipop wings nice where they where it's a drumstick, but they they push the meat up. Looks like a lollipop. Ah, uh, okay. Nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> but the view is what it is. And if you haven't been, the stratosphere actually spins slowly. You've been right? the in, restaurant, in right? The restaurant area. The the actual floor spins. So you can see the whole Vegas if you sit there for like, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't even know. Anyways, what are three things you need to be happy? Wow. Uh mom. Mm. Uh, my partner mm. and huh to be happy happy and um, self calmness calmness yeah mm. balance cause yeah yeah even better <clears throat> just because without it you really aren't happy <sighs> preach I talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. Balance is everything. If you can go through everything and anything level-headed, balanced, life is so much more peaceful. Mm -hmm. If you go into everything just erratic and just going with whatever you feel at the moment and just going with it, you're going to be crazy. You're going you're gonna to drive yourself crazy. You can't run with your emotions. You have to run through everything level-headed and balance it out. This is horrible, but I'm going through it. I understand it. This is what I have to do. I'm going to get through it. And if it's something amazing, enjoy it, you know, but just don't OD. You know, exactly. chill. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't OD. OD. <laughs> <laughs> I was preaching it and threw an OD. <laughs> it was pretty deep, and then you just kind of like took it out real quick. <laughs> yeah, man. 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. As you get older, what has become more important and less important? Um, hanging out with friends has become less important. It's like, you know, they're always down to go and party, but when you need them the most, they're like nowhere to be found. So it's like I've lost. I mean, not that I've lost, but like I definitely like cut off a lot of relationships where that it was more like 
me doing all the work and then, you know, not, not getting reciprocated. So definitely cut off a lot of ties. So that's, that's one, right? And what was the other one? More important. More important in life. Ah, uh, um, seeing at home, just, like, <laughs> just enjoying, like yeah. enjoying, uh, you know, your, your stuff at home and like the, the free and ease to, to be and do what you want to do there. Like I, I enjoy that more. Whereas before I felt like I just want to be out. Now it's the opposite. Now it's just want to be home. I want to chill. Yeah. That's awesome. What would be the pe- best piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Uh, um, wow. Listen to your teachers, pay attention, focus a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Like, who knows what I would be today if I actually paid attention in high school? You know what I mean? Like, my path would have gone like maybe I would have I wouldn't have been such a late bloomer. Maybe I could have been a little a little sooner, right? Investing in properties or whatnot, getting your own property. I don't know. I think that's the only thing because everything else is I'm fine with. It's just what maybe if I had pushed myself a little bit more. Push yourself, yeah, but I don't think public school teachers would have taught us how to invest, <laughs> right? No, they wouldn't have, but let's say, for example, like, I didn't pay attention in math. Like, whatever math class I was in, I never paid attention in math, especially when it dealt with accounting. I thought it was like, oh, like what do I need to know this for? Like, I'm never going to use this stuff in my life. Little, you know, little did I know that I ended up taking more classes in college and that those I had to pay for. So it's, like, yeah. so it's like, what? You were a fool. <laughs> now you got to pay for them. You have any regrets? Um, I don't think so. No, because every decision that I made, whether good or bad, got me here. Right? 100%. And I don't, and I wouldn't be here had I not made those those errors, right? So, like, why, why fix them? 100%. If you're happy and content with, with right now. Absolutely. Right? What are your overall life goals? Well, I just I just uh, completed one, right? But now, let's see, going forward, I just now I'm like I'm hooked. Like now I want to do another one, right? Now I want to like get something else, whether it's in, for investment or not. But I do want more, um, and I, I'm, I'm, it's more so because not so much because you're expected to, because I feel like there's so much pressure for like adults to be like, oh, what are you doing with your life? You need a life goal. But, like, definitely, like, I'm going to push myself to, like, just be a better person, right? Because as long as I'm a good person, like, the rest doesn't matter, really. I like that. We're going to end it here and let the people know if you have any advice or where people can find you, what do you have going on, anything. The floor is yours. Let her rip. All right. So my name is Eddie. Um, I run the South Yonkers page. So you can go ahead and um, follow the the uh, South Yonkers uh, Instagram page. Uh, what's what's coming up next? Um, I don't know. I guess it all depends on whether or not people will uh, be accepting of like me making more videos. And I guess I don't know how I'm going to get to know that. But I guess people are really quick to like kind of DM you and see like they like to tell you things like about like what what they think that you should do or what you should be doing. So I'm sure I'll hear about it. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I don't really have anything as far as for the page itself. I have no plans other than kind of like once I get more time, once I'm all settled into the house and everything's in the right place, then I'll have more time and see where I can go with that. 
Perfect. Eddie, thank you very much for being a guest on my show. Peace and love.